Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio, and I'm fucking pissed. All right? Let me, like, give me a second here. I need to explain what's going on, because I've basically been mad all weekend. I've been thinking about it for a while. It's Some news came out last Friday about Owamabe Odigizua, the Giants defensive end, who I will henceforth call Double O because that name is a mouthful. Anyway, he was fined $12,154 for an excessive celebration, basically, during the London game against the Rams. What happened was Landon Collins did his pick six, which was incredible. He goes in to score after the play is over. Double O gets down on one knee. A couple of other players and Collins surround him. Double O pretends to take a fake picture. He was fined $12,154 for taking a fake picture. What the fuck? What the fuck? I think a lot of people, when they saw this news, if they saw this news, it was a little small, probably saw it and had probably the exact same reaction I did at first. They rolled their eyes. They said, oh, man, fuck the NFL. No fun league. And then they moved on. I didn't move on. I sat down. I gave this a little bit more thought. And the more thought I gave, the angrier I got because this is such bullshit and such such a microcosm of everything that is wrong with this league. Let's push everything else away. Everything, Domestic violence, concussions, bad officiating, everything else that is terrible about the NFL. Let's just push that off to the side and focus exclusively on excessive celebrations. What the fuck is going on? He took a fake picture and he was fined $12,000. $12,000. That's probably more than most of NFL fans make in a month, two, maybe even three. The $12,000 for pretending to take a fake picture. How is this offensive? How is this? Does this bother anybody? Who, who saw this and went, nope, that bothers me. I'm mad. What, I don't understand this. I, I guess it technically breaks the rule of no group celebrations, but I didn't see Collins or any of the players who were in the picture get fined. It was just Odigizua. What the fuck? $12,000 for pretending to take a fake photograph. How is... What the fuck? I can't really say anything else than that. It broke my brain on Friday, and my brain is still broken. And this, this is the problem. Is it's getting worse. I remember when the NFL was first starting to really balloon up and get bigger back when I was a kid I remember people arguing about excessive celebrations saying things like well if they don't flag this where does it stop basically making a slippery slope argument that players will get more and more terrible this was this was kind of happening when T.O. and Chad Ochocinco were enjoying themselves they've made a slippery slope in the opposite direction and they're and they're legislating out more and more innocent things seriously there's nothing wrong with taking a fake picture there's nothing wrong with it and this is this is this is just the latest in a long line of stupid stupid fines and penalties a couple weeks ago vernon davis was fined the exact same amount which i guess i guess is just the fixed amount twelve thousand one hundred fifty four dollars for some reason Vernon Davis did a jump shot with the football after scoring a touchdown. Again, who was bothered by this? Who cares? It's a jump shot. If you're bothered by this, do yourself a favor and punch yourself in the dick. Because this is so... It's so not there. What the hell? It's a jump shot. And then Josh Norman was fined $10,000 for doing a fake bow and arrow. Again, who's it bothering? What's 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 wrong there? It said it was, I guess the NFL made the argument that it was a slightly violent act, but I which gives it like the tiniest kernel of a rationalization argument that someone can make. But it's a terrible argument. That argument needs to be thrown on the ground, crushed underfoot and then burned with gasoline. It doesn't make any sense. No, no one cares about this. It's stupid. 
it, the, the problem is, like, the other thing is, the people who are probably bothered by this, and there are people who are bothered by this. Someone wrote an article about the Vernon Davis jump shot for the Washington Post, and then he posted all the responses he got, and people were saying things like, well, he should act like he's been there before, and, well, he, players shouldn't be celebrating like they just saved a life, which is just just blows my mind how wrong that statement was. But the thing is, this is the most hypocritical statement probably right going on right now within fans because all those fans that hate when a player does that, they don't hate it when it's their player on their team. And this is one of those things I noticed last year with Cam Newton. Cam pissed off so many people last year for this mentality. So many people were mad at him because he wasn't acting like he's been there before or whatever. Fact is, none of those people were Panthers fans. Panthers fans were all behind him. They all loved him. When you have a great celebration and it's your teammate and it's your player who scored, you're all up above him that. You don't give a shit that if he, if he hasn't been there before. You're happy because that's good for you. So that's hypocritical crap. Odell Beckham's had some flags this year. Some of them have been fair. He was penalized and fined for a really bad hit on one of the Saints players. But he also got fined $24,309 for taking his helmet off after making an incredible game-winning play against the Ravens. Which, again, what the fuck? And he was penalized, and that almost cost the Giants the game because the Ravens got extra yardage on the kickoff for the final Hail Mary. It's, oh, what the hell? The only people I've ever seen express problems with Odell Beckham's dancing and celebrations are Giants fans who want him to calm down simply because he, it, they know it will hurt the team. They're not bothered by the dancing. They're bothered by the fact that they know it'll get a penalty. And if it wasn't illegal, they'd be dancing with him. This is horseshit hypocrisy. And the worst thing is, Maybe not the worst thing, but another terrible thing about this on my list is how inconsistent these penalty flags are. Lambo leap, completely ignored. No one, no one seems bothered by the Lambo leap. I'm not bothered by the Lambo leap. Let players leap into their Lambo stands all that they want. Everyone can, everyone can do a Lambo leap, even though it's flagged on teams that aren't in Lambo, which is bullshit. Then you have things like spiking the football. Now, let me ask you this. If the bow and arrow is considered a violent act why isn't spiking the football spiking the football is taking the ball and throwing it as hard as you can at the ground the thing is with spiking the ball footballs are weird they are weird shapes they don't they don't follow the laws of physics those things could bounce up they can hit like a ref in the face they can hit one of the security guards in the butt they can bounce up and hit you in the nuts all of these things have happened you can look them up on youtube the chances of it actually hurting someone are low, extremely low, but it's more violent than a fake bow and arrow. Really? Come on. What, what's going wrong here? <sighs> it doesn't make any sense. The weirdest thing about all of this to me is like, the NFL doesn't seem to realize that this is going against its own brand. The NFL is hurting its own brand here. This is not, it's not the, the biggest problem with like this, you should act like you've been there at everything. It's not the 70s anymore. It's not the 80s. It's not even the 90s anymore. One thing I will give Goodell and the current NFL front office and everything, they've done a very good job of making NFL an event. It's not just a sport anymore. It's a big spectacle. It is an event. It is it is a thing. It is a show. It is an entertainment. That's what it is. It is entertainment at its fullest. And taking away, penalizing these things goes against that. It goes against what has gotten the NFL to this level of popularity in the first place. And it's like they don't seem to get that. You can't make, you can't have your cake of the spectacle and then eat it too and have it just be a pure sport. It doesn't work like that. You have to go one or the other. And if the NFL wants business and viewers, which they clearly do, they need to allow this to happen. They're not, they're not helping themselves by taking out the personality because you know what gets fans to come in? Personality. One of the stupidest things that happened was that Double O got fined for this thing in a London game. The NFL is trying to break into the London market 
the easiest way to break into the London market is have the surface level, have the presentation be really fun. A guy taking a fake picture, seeing teammates enjoy each other, a celebration. Soccer's a big, soccer celebrations are fun when you see players get down on one knee and start screaming and ripping their shirt off and all that crap. Let the fans see that fun stuff. Fans that you're trying, you're not going to appeal to someone who doesn't like football by showing them the X's and O's of detailing how post routes work. No, they're going to get interested in the NFL by seeing things like crazy touchdowns and fun celebrations. That's how they get sucked in. And they're finding this. They're legislating this out of the league. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any business sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. What are you doing? Dancing is fun. Dancing brings people in. Cam Newton generated an entire phenomenon last year by pretending to sneeze into his elbow. <laughs> and the NFL marketed the shit out of it. They didn't penalize this. I'm surprised at this point that they didn't penalize it. They create a whole thing that marketing, it, it was replayed everywhere. It's just all that stuff adds to the presentation. Players doing dances, iconic celebrations. You can use that in marketing. You can, you can use that during the games. You can use that bumper music, advertisements, everything. It's right there. It's perfect. It boosts. It, it boosts everything else that you're doing. The NBA is doing it right now, and it's working perfectly. Let Don't prevent that from happening. It doesn't make business sense. So the NFL is stupid. And with all that said, I'll, I'll probably my final little bit here is what I think should be illegal or what I think should be excessive celebration. And it's very simple. Does it delay the game? If it doesn't delay the game then who cares? The, things like Jimmy Graham breaking the goalpost, that delayed the game. I'm fine with them legislating that out. It delayed the game. It hurt the presentation. It made everyone watching bored, want to flip the channel, whatever. Legislate that out. If it delays the game, they have a shot clock f to kick the extra point and whatnot. If it delays the game, legisl legislate it out. If it hurts someone, which is extremely rare, legislate it out. I don't even see that being an issue. And lastly, is it deliberate taunting? This is probably the only gray area, but I think there's a difference between celebrating your accomplishment and then deliberately rubbing it in the other team's face. And I don't mean Cam Newton dancing. I mean Cam Newton getting up in someone else's face and then dancing. There's, there's, there's a level of poor sportsmanship there that should probably be illegalized out. But that's it. Everything else should be game. As long as it's, I, I guess, sex acts probably too probably shouldn't be there and i'm not talking about like a pump i'm talking about like fake blowjobs or anything that's really explicit I, I i see nothing wrong with a couple goofy pumps that's it that's that's what should be illegal everything else should be on the table players should be able to celebrate what is happening with their teammates especially this is a team sport players shouldn't be forced to celebrate by themselves beckham got find for celebrating with Cruz after a touchdown earlier this season. That's stupid. Players should be allowed to celebrate with their teammates. If you're a running back and you run into the end zone, you should be allowed to celebrate with your offensive linemen because they helped make that play. It's a team sport. Let them be fun. Let them be creative. Let them express themselves. Just because these things are legal doesn't mean everyone's going to start going nuts with their celebrations. You're still going to have your Calvin Johnsons, your Barry Sanders, your players who just... They get the score, they're happy, they're quiet. Some people are like that, some people aren't. Eli Manning is never going to dance around like Cam Newton. It's, you'll always have people on one end of the spectrum, one on the other. But dancing celebrations, it doesn't hurt anyone. And even if you hate it, you watch it because you want to see those players get screwed over. That's it. That's it. This is so dumb. And I can't wait to see how much Earl Thomas is going to get fined for hugging a ref in this past week. Because that was bullshit, too. And I seriously, it doesn't make any sense that the NFL just keeps getting worse here. Applying to a market that is slowly dissipating out. It, I'm just, oh, I'm so tired of it. Anyway, with me, as always, is Sam, that app on your phone that you can't delete but doesn't do anything. Grezis. Thanks, Dave. And hey, guess what? I'm mad too. So uh, if uh, if you were sick of listening to Dave's voice, now you get to listen to mine for a bit. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of extrapolate on what Dave said for a bit. 
I agree with every single thing that Dave just said. I agree with every point he made. I think that it is absolutely terrible for the NFL to be doing what they're doing in terms of celebration penalties. But I'm going to go one step further and say that I think it's not just idiocy, but there's a chance that there's like actual malicious evil intent here. Because you know what we're not talking about right now? Domestic violence. We're not talking about the NFL's terrible mishandling of any of the other issues. Concussions, domestic violence, uh, non-domestic violence. Uh, Josh Huff just got arrested for carrying a gun and marijuana um, in, in Philadelphia. Literally like 30 minutes ago. And we're not talking about that. We're not talking about the NFL's failure to, to keep their players healthy, safe, and sane. We're not talking about all that. We're talking about how they're cracking down on, on celebrations, which, yes, to be fair, it's so stupid and so dumb, but why? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, right? But, <laughs> but like, it's so, it's worked out so perfectly for the NFL that, that now what the, what the stories are is, you know, Earl Thomas is getting flagged for hugging a ref and, and not, massive you know mishandling of the josh brown case it's like they know that we're going to go from one thing to the other and goodell's like no hand down these big fines because now people are going to be focusing on that because one what that's doing is it's it's changing the public dialogue but two what that's doing is it's changing the focus in inside the nfl from actually making strides to one you know making the on-field product better and making the event the spectacle what fans want to see and two actually being a decent organization that doesn't actively make make efforts to to hurt people whether it's through concussions or through foster through like protecting people who do domestic violence or not getting them the help that they and and you know whoever they are abusing need it's it's absolutely disgusting it's absolutely fucking disgusting. And and every single week, when I turn on NFL Red Zone, and I see that logo, and I see that shield, and I watch that on-field play, every single week, it gets just a little bit harder to, to say, yeah, you know, I'm an NFL fan. Last, like, five years ago, right, you could say you're a football fan. And, you know, it'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, great. Now, if you go around town, you're like, you see someone with, with a jersey on and, and you're like, oh, cool. You know, you like the Bears. You like the Falcons. You like whoever. They'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a big football fan. And there's always that little hint in their voice that they have to apologize for something. Like, you have to apologize for liking this thing that you love, this sport that you love, because the NFL itself... The NFL is not football, but the NFL itself is such a <laughs> dog shit organization, such an uh, not. OK, so now now I'm going to open up a whole nother can of worms, worms, not only right. If it weren't enough that this whole like Ray Rice, Ray Rice, domestic violence, you know, this, that and the other, if that weren't enough in concussions as well, if that weren't enough to make people see the NFL is. Uh, at the very least, active, uh, passively evil. At the very most, uh, actively evil. It, when you go from that to, like, actually watching the game, right? Like, uh, fu fuck everything else. Just focus on the game because football is great, right? No. No, they have to ruin that, too. By taking out, like, some of the... Some of the last actually fun, creative, personable things about the game. And it's... And that is active, that is that is Roger Goodell and his NFL cronies actively working and putting an effort to make the on-field product worse. And then they come back to us and say, oh, no, 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 ratings are down. The fans don't understand why we need to do all this. No, fuck you, Goodell. I feel like we understand your job better than you do. Your job is either to be a puppet for the owners or to make the NFL actually decent. And you're... you're it is very clear what you are doing. <sighs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
You want to talk about some games? Yeah. The sad thing is, football was okay this week. Yeah, football was actually that's it's it's kind of funny, sad. Football football was good this week. There were there was some actual decent games this week. Yeah, yeah. The first one wasn't wasn't that though. Um, the, the first one was. Well, let, let's let's take a let's take a second. I don't know if we should consider okay. Jaguars Titans a football game. Can, I don't. Can we? Well, yeah, it definitely wasn't football. Was it even a game? It was. I mean, a game implies fun, right? Yeah, a game implies fun. I think the only people it was fun for were Titans fans, so I guess like 10 people were real happy. Even then, was it really all that fun for Titans fans in the quarters that weren't the second quarter? I mean, yeah. honestly, it's always great to watch your 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 team put up 24 points in 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 a quarter, but like other than that, just another Thursday night game yeah, that nobody a... asked for that we got again, and it hey, was garbage. Uh, my prediction was right. My prediction was beers, and uh, hey. You were correct, sir. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't drink, but I wanted to. I just didn't have any alcohol in the fridge. Fair enough. I, I should really stock up on alcohol yeah, for Thursday games. Yeah, on Wednesdays, games. yeah, you really should, should prepare. Well, again, it's that I made a comic about this several weeks ago, whereas Thursday night games, I feel like I always forget that they're on until yeah. midway through the second quarter, which might just be due to the, the time zone that I'm in, that they start during dinner time, so it's kind mm -hmm, of easy mm -hmm. to forget. You're but already doing something else. It, Thursday night games are bad, and they're just another example of the NFL not knowing how to do presentation and giving us crap. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, it's like <laughs> you can... Here's this one thing that I noticed. Like, football isn't good. The problem with having more primetime games is that, honestly, every week you're, you're, you're in the, for this problem where there's a chance that the primetime game's going to suck. This, was, mm -hmm, this has mm -hmm. been a problem for a long time. When you increase the number of primetime games you increase the chances you'll get a good game but you also significantly increases the chances that you'll get a bad game and Correct. now we have three primetime games a year and chances are extremely high especially because of thursday with the low rest and all that other crap that the game is going to suck not helping nfl the you're, you're stupid the other the other thing is that yes I, I get that you're trying to give him credit and no one can all you can do is put up a matchup that you think will be okay mm -hmm. right Titans Jaguars is a war crime that matchup <laughs> should have never happened especially not if, even if on it's a Sunday happen, afternoon that matchup bury, shouldn't bury be allowed it, to happen bury it then yes no we'll bury it at least bury it when another game is on. <laughs> The problem is, like, both the Jaguars and Titans were terrible last year, and they were presumed to be terrible this year. You play them against each other, maybe you have the chance of two terrible teams making something fun. Yeah. But if you, if you put the Jaguars up against a good team like the Patriots, you're just going to see a blowout. And right, I honestly right. would be less excited to watch that than Jaguars-Titans, because Jaguars-Titans seems like when you're flushing the toilet and maybe something splishes out, and mm -hmm. it's mildly exciting even though it's terrible. Whereas Jaguars Patriots is just a straight flush, completely uneventful, goes exactly mm -hmm. how you expected, and you don't think about it ever again. That is, that is me describing Thursday night football matchups as toilet flushes that go wrong. It's whichever turd uh, hits the bull first. So there was another nationally televised London game this week. Oh yeah, there was. But hey, this <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, all right. We've been trashing the NFL, but I want to give them credit for yeah, sending, oh my, for yep. going over to London and appealing to London the way Londoners really understand sports, which is unsatisfying draw victory. <laughs> at least this one was high scoring, right? <laughs> so yeah, at least this one wasn't six to six. Well, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's not a one to one tie either. So you know, soccer fans get their tie, but they also get a high scoring game. I, I was actually thinking about this, and I think I understand why the British Empire crumbled. It's because hmm. they fell in love with a sport that always ends in an unsatisfying conclusion. And America became great because it embraces sports that have definitive winners. Basketball, teams win. Football, teams usually win. Baseball, teams always win. We don't have yep. any of this wishy-washy crap. Yeah. That's why, yeah. You, that's why you crumbled, UK. That's that's why you're nothing now. That's why you don't have an empire, and that's why America is great, or at least <laughs> still greater. 
because we embrace sports where there's actual wins, yeah. actual champions. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because as soon as, right, uh, Canada, um, still technically under British rule, so they gave us hockey, which is kind of a fun little middle ground, right? Mm-hmm. Where during the regular season there can be ties. But and but even those ties, like they have are to go through a, a lot cool of way. they have to go through a yeah. lot of lot of attempted tiebreakers to actually yeah. reach that point. And those tiebreakers are really cool too. Like the three on three is awesome as hell. So so it's it's kind of interesting that kind of cultural exchange. I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. That's basically, and then the NFL is now sending games to London and appealing to this wishy-washy crap, and mm-hmm. people are wondering why the ratings are down. Cough, cough. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I've offended you, UK fans. I, oh no, I mean I'm a soccer <laughs> fan, so. <laughs> I just, I anyway. just thought that was kind of a funny parallel that doesn't actually make sense, but kind of does. You know, it kind, it kind of makes a yeah. little bit of sense. Yeah. You got complacent, Britain. You got complacent in your sports <laughs> and in your conquests, and you lost it all. Anyway, uh, Chiefs, Colts, who gives a shit? Yep. I yep. think the Chiefs might legitimately be the most boring team in the league. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. They're there, they're be... competent, and that's mm-hmm. that's basically the only word I want to use is competent. They're completely unexciting. They're the only team in the NFL this week that I have basically avoided watching because yeah. every time I try, I'm just completely zoned out. There's just nothing terribly exciting about it. It's just that's, decent football. That's what that's I was going to say is somehow they'd be uh, more exciting if they were worse. Right? I almost prefer teams that are really good in some aspects and really flawed in others. Oh, that yeah. makes for excitement. The that Chiefs makes are simply competent. That's and why the Vikings are fun to watch. Dull. That's why the Falcons are fun to watch. But yes, yes, you're you're absolutely right. Cardinals, Panthers, Panthers look like they might have be back on track and they could make a push for the division since the division is kind of terrible. Yeah, they they really lucked out with that. Honestly, any other any other season, we'd kind of this this discussion would be over. But if if the Panthers can keep this up, it might not all be over for them, which is saying a lot. Yeah, Cardinals lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, something's wrong with that team. Something's really wrong with that team. Yeah, yeah. Carson Palmer looked, uh, you know, okay. He got beat up. Like, he did get he, beat up, but they he didn't sacked the play. crap out of him. He's looked good these past two weeks. I mean, obviously this week he looked worse than he did last week, but I don't think Carson Palmer is the problem with that team as as I much think as he's kind of the problem. I don't think he's really? the whole problem. Okay, but I think yeah. He's kind of problem. I think I read somewhere that. The Cardinals are one of the least successful downfield teams mm-hmm. in the league, right? Probably the least successful down the field team, which compared to last year is very surprising. It seemed like that's what they were excelling at. So weird, yeah, because because Johnson's a good running back. He had a bad game um, against the Panthers, but I'm I'm just like I'm looking at the stats right now. Carson Palmer only missed 11 passes. He threw 46, completed 30, uh, 46 through, completed 35 of them. Sounds like he didn't go deep at all. Well, he threw for 363 yards and three touchdowns. So maybe he didn't go deep, but he racked up yardage and and his receivers yeah the longest the longest catch of the day was a catch and run by david johnson that went for 21 at the i mean at the same time this is a team that has a very good wide receiving core should have a good defense and uh, they're just, yeah you know you're gonna lose to the panthers there. but something's wrong something's wrong something's wrong with the entire nfc yeah yes the Cowboys are probably the best team in the NFC right now, and they mm-hmm. still feel very flawed, especially yeah. on D. Yeah, the, the yes. entire NFC yes, is a complete kind of mess, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. It's going to make some interesting playoff implications, especially now that three teams have a tie in their record <laughs> in yeah. the NFC. Yeah, jeez. It's going to be really cool to see how this I'm, – I'm actually really excited to see how like the postseason ends up shaking out. Yeah, it's weird. Because I think it's going to be a clusterfuck. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a complete clusterfuck. That's it's going to be fun. great. Mm-hmm. Raiders, Bucks. Oh, my God. One good, of good, all right, first classic, off, dude. let's let's add another to the Robert Aguayo miscounter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
dude, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Nice. That is, I feel, I'm starting to feel kind of bad for that kid. Yeah. Listen, man, he's going to have a job for a while. He got paid. You know, he got that second round money or whatever. He's he's uh he's made fifty eight percent of his field goals, and every other kicker in the oh. NFL has made seventy percent. That sucks. That's, that sucks. That's not what you want when you trade up. No, in the no, second round. No, but again, I, I have no love for the Bucks. Robert Aguayo, you know, I I I root for him. And it's not like the Bucks kick a lot of field goals. Kid. They've they've actually kicked very few field goals. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's very true. And he's missed some extra points. Yeah, it's just uh, that poor kid. There, yeah, there have been. To be fair, he's not the only player to have missed extra points. He's not. He's not. But but he is the only. All the spotlight player. is on him, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if he had gone where he should have gone, which is the fourth round or lower. Oh, we wouldn't be talking about this. We all. wouldn't be. We wouldn't care at all. It'd be like, oh, just rookie kicker jitters. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And he'd probably be doing better because. He wouldn't have every single miss laughed at by idiots like us. Like us. Guess. Yep. Well, here, here's the thing. Yo, Janikowski had a worse outing on the day than oh, Aguayo did. Had a Janikowski game. was awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> no he was perfect on extra points, but he missed two field goals. Aguayo was perfect on field goals. He kicked one from 41. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and we're talking about Aguayo missing missing the extra, the extra point. point because of where he was drafted. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a no win, which is even so. funnier because Janikowski was drafted in the first round. <laughs> oh, that's oh man, that's totally right. <laughs> to be I fair totally to Janikowski, I think one of the reasons why he's not being roasted is because I think the kicks he missed were really long. Mm, fair he, enough. He missed some pretty long kicks, like they weren't easy kicks. And Janikowski's honestly been slowly slipping in the past few years people won't admit it but he is well he's also about 80 years old right like his liver yeah this is his 17th season in the nfl he is 38 years old (laughs) goodness gracious so yeah i mean i would assume he's slipping a little bit father time is is catching up with him all right seahawks saints a good game yeah yeah look at the good good job the saints good job the saints Shout out to Marcus. <laughs> Seahawks offense is very much hampered by the fact that Wilson has no protection and he's hurt. Yeah, yeah. I, I they... feel like the Seahawks, if Russell Wilson was healthy, we'd be talking about the Seahawks as a top team in the NFC. But uh-huh. because he's not healthy and because he's been nagged injuries that I don't see getting better soon because he keeps getting hit. Right. Uh, like, the Seahawks got problems. Also, it's really funny seeing Seahawks complain about Seahawk fans complain about how the refs didn't make good calls against them this week mm-hmm. when pretty much the mm-hmm. Seahawks defense has pretty much made their name off they can't call PI on every play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 2 weeks ago when they beat the Falcons, they got away with the DPI. So, that's true. I, that's like, true. Maybe the Seahawks fans are right and those flags were bad or non-flags were bad but at the same time like go fuck yourself (laughs) it's what it's what fandom is right and i get that but but to be fair and hey we can bring it back to because one thing we didn't talk about about the washington uh game was josh norman's comments oh right right and i we got to bring that up you brought up flags and this is another thing like i could go on a rant about this but the officiating just has to be better, or at least more consistent. The officiating um, is terrible. We we it, should actually, and this this goes back into like Cam Newton, right? Yeah. And and about how we've been, the you know NFL fans in the know have been saying this for years that just Cam Newton doesn't get the calls because he's he's big, and it's not it's not fair. Uh, there's there's a part of me that that is like this is you know similar to Hackashack yeah where where Shaquille O'Neal didn't didn't get the calls I I don't want to sound again this is my conspiracy theory episode I guess but I would really be interested to compare the calls he gets to say like a Ben Roethlisberger you know a a a big white dude and see if there's any implicit racial bias there 
because I mean, I don't I know. Think like, I, I kind of like. I, I'm maybe. not saying there is. I'm I don't just, know if there's a racial bias. I think the I'm, refs let him get hit because he's known to run. I think that's the problem. But but the, the, he's not flagged on, or the defense isn't flagged even when they get to him and he's not running. That's that's right. The other that's issue. the problem. Is that it's not. I don't think Cam is talking about when he establishes himself as a runner, goes downfield, and and gets knocked down. I don't think he's talking about that. I think he's talking about when he's, say, sliding the one time ever he slides every NFL season, or when he's hit after a pass, something like that. The times he gets knocked around when he isn't kind of taking his own body into his own hands and saying, yes, hit me, I guess. that's I, th- In my opinion, that's what he's, he's saying. I think that officiating, well, hot take officiating needs to be more consistent and that's a big part of why people hate watching the nfl now too yep the officiating is i feel like we say it every year but i think it's because it's actually kind of true the officiating is just getting worse yep they keep adding convoluted elements to the rules it's just that it's harder for them to do their jobs it's The NFL needs to, I know the refs kind of want there to be like a part-time job so they can work regular jobs during the week. That was part Mm -hmm. of what they wanted. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. the NFL really needs to hire some full-time groups. Maybe not like replace everyone with full-time, but at least get some full-time crews in there. Just so you can see the difference. Yeah, I feel like the replay officials should be full-time and the the head ref should definitely be full-time. At the very least. Yeah, head refs should... I could see if they only make, like, one on every team, like, a, like a full-time member. But they definitely right. need some of that because it's... The officials are getting worse with all these additional rules that they have to remember. It's just not good. It's, it's very telling when the actual NFL commentators say it. Yeah. Right? I remember uh, last night, the Monday night game, John Gruden said something... You know, I like games like this when there are only three penalties. Let's play some football. And it reminded me of all those watching John Gruden uh, commentate on a game that has a lot of penalties on it is just you feel so bad for the guy. You feel bad for yourself. I feel bad for all the uh, commentators who have to talk about games that are just flag fests because it's, it's just this unexciting thing that just deflates everybody's passion one of the reasons why the nfl is getting worse is because they have all these flags being thrown and flags nothing ruins fun like a flag Gruden remember always oh god just sounds just... so disappointed when yeah. that happens too just like, like hey look at that really cool 10 yard yeah. run oh it's a flag it's, it's gonna be holding back. and now we're gonna watch two plays that don't get a first down and we're gonna have yeah. a punt. yep yep <sighs> lions texans oh, i can't yep. understand the lions at all Right, so... so What are the Lions? Are they good? (laughs) Are they bad? What are the Lions? We were talking about this last week, and my my hypothesis was proven absolutely incorrect by this game and the Falcons game. So, this is... Again, I was saying this is the time of year where Matt Stafford gets things done and, and when the Falcons kind of collapse, but that hasn't happened. What happened was Detroit only put up was only able to score one touchdown against the daunted Texans defense. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what this team is. And Brock Osweiler. I I feel like Detroit fans, this is not new for them. No. I feel like the Detroit Lions are always, it's, it's what the fuck team shows up. Is it, is it the real Matt Stafford and the Detroit Lions or is it the cobbled together plywood Lego bionicle robot simulacrums that show up and let the Texans hang 20 points on you. So I feel like what you're, you are feeling and what I am feeling is not new to lions fans. So they'll be listening and they'll be like, Oh no. Yeah. This kind of par for the course, but, but I totally get it. Right. Yeah. Patriots bills. Yeah. Totally expected result. Whatever. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, Hey, but, but good for, good for Buffalo for putting up some points. Honestly, also good for Buffalo for throwing a dildo on the field. 
Yes. Oh my God, that was my favorite. I moment mean, if if you know week. you're gonna lose the football game, you might as well throw, as well a, throw dildo a dildo on the, on the field. field. Did you so see the a ref? plus for that Buffalo fans? Did you see what the ref did to it? I saw him kick it off the field. Yep. yep. Just like <laughs> kick it. Just like awkwardly, three times, like, oh, awkwardly oh, okay. kicking it off the field. That was one of my favorite football moments. That's that's a season. Pretty good sure. season this year. It, honestly, mm-hmm. it also speaks to how I think of the NFL this year. If yep. the NFL was standing over there, I'd throw a dildo at them. <laughs> I think I think that's actually yeah, it is a pretty good uh, uh, microcosm of the season, right? Analogy for the season is a, a, a dejected ref slowly kicking a dildo off of a field. Yep, that is 2016 football mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there, kicking mm-hmm. a dildo sadly off the field. Well, we'll say that's the NFL 2016 because because football, there's been good football. There has been. It has been, been very by bad football. football, but there has yeah. been there has been good football. Speaking of good football, mm-hmm. question mark Jets mm-hmm. Browns. Yeah. Oh my High god, Browns! Game. I I was so excited for Cleveland on Sunday because they had a chance to win both the World Series uh, and a football game on the yeah. same day, and they did neither. Nope. <laughs> Go Cubs! But but yeah, I, no, wa- that I walked been out. I went for a walk on Sunday afternoon when the Browns were up 20 to seven at halftime. And then Mm -hmm. 15 minutes into the walk, I looked at my phone and it was 28 to 20 and I just went Browns. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Is this team going to win a game this year? The Cleveland Browns. God. I mean, they have Jamie Collins now. Uh, Uh. I was so and and Terrell Pryor had a good game too. Like that's the, That's the thing is that they have McCown didn't play horribly. He had two interceptions, two touchdowns, which isn't good, but it's not bad, really. The problem is the interceptions came second and the touchdowns came first. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And that's what makes the performance seem worse. But I don't know what to say about this Cleveland Browns team. I I really don't. I don't don't understand it. I, I, I just wonder if Hugh Jackson wakes up goes to bed every night looking in the mirror tell saying we're gonna win a super bowl in cleveland we're gonna win a super bowl in cleveland maybe this he's would, just sitting crying in the tub as his tears be, go down the drain this that's that that is the browns it. yeah the pressure well the pressure's on the browns now though right because the Cavs have won the indians are likely to win as much as i i hate to say it they you know they only need to win one game and the cubs need to win two and Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe maybe if and when the Indians win the World Series, that'll be the time when the Browns will win their first and only game this year. As much as, like, let, let's talk about the World Series for a brief second. Like, mm-hmm. this is one of those situations where I'm happy if both team, for both teams. Yeah. And, like, it, like, I'm slightly pulling a little bit harder for the Cubs. My grandfather was a Chicago fan. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I like the Cubs a little bit more. I'm still a little bit bitter about when the Indians knocked the Orioles out of the playoffs in the 90s. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so Ballmer. I, I, I favor the Cubs, but mm. it's not like I want the Indians to die. I'm, I'd be okay with the Indians winning. It's – but um, – I'm Honestly, looking right I, now. I kind of forget. I think it'd be really, really, really funny if the Indians blew a three to one lead in the finals. Oh my god, that'd be, <laughs> it would be really, really funny. Can you imagine? Yeah, how, yeah. How hilarious that would be. Well, it would be really funny because there would be a. We're going to talk about another sport that isn't football. I'm sorry. Remember the lead that the Warriors blew? Oh, a three to one lead. It was, in the it NBA was a Finals three to one lead. MVP, <laughs> the first unanimous MVP ever. Yep, they yep. blew a three to one lead in the NBA Finals. Yep, yep. Did you see LeBron's Halloween? Oh, party? it was so good. It was so good. The, they had the, the skeleton drummer the, with the three yep. to one lead and gravestones uh, of clay and curry. Oh, <laughs> it, was, so, it was pretty so great. Good. It was pretty so great. good. I'm looking right now at Cleveland's schedule, and I want to. I want to. See if there they has to be another game. possible winnable game. They, they got the Jets was it. They got Dallas next week, which is oh, so that, that's a loss. Yeah, they got the Ravens, which ah, the Ravens aren't good. No, they, no, but they're playing at Baltimore, and Ooh, I don't. Yeah, and they already I, I blew their one good happen. chance against the Ravens in week two. Yeah, 
they've got they've got the Steelers at home, which it's a it, you know it's a rivalry game. So I assume the Browns will show up, but I don't see Pittsburgh. Maybe they'll get game. lucky and Big Ben will be hurt. That's Maybe. pretty much their only chance. They've got they've got the Giants on the twenty seventh for you know Thanksgiving game. They could beat us because I'm a pessimist. Yeah, I but I don't. I'm not a pessimist, and I <laughs> I don't I don't think they're going to beat the Giants. Uh, th- this is when it gets a little bit better. So they've got a bye, and then they have Cincinnati at home, which is winnable. They they then travel to Buffalo. Which is winnable. Buffalo is completely unknown right now. Yeah, because we, yeah, we don't really know what they are still somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they have uh, at home the Chargers and then Pittsburgh uh, at Heinz Field. So I don't know if any of those. I definitely think really they could th- lose every single one of those. They could. They could lose out. The Browns could very. I think the Ravens and probably one of the divisional games being weird is the yeah. best chance they have of winning yeah. the game. I, I think Maybe they'll I, get lucky and Pittsburgh will already be in the playoffs for Week 17, so they're and, just not gonna, and they just don't try, and the Browns get a win in the final week. Yeah. I the, the, the really troubling thing, though, is that, yeah, it's, you know, it's possible it's, there's an outside chance that they lose out, but the smart money, I think, is on them winning no more than three games out of oh, the I, rest of their schedule. I think... I, it's so hard to go 0 and 16 in the NFL. A plus right. to you, Lions. But I, I definitely think they'll win one game. Mm-hmm. The question is which one. All of those are complete unknowns. And this team mm-hmm. is capable of winning a game. They just don't. you look at you look at this <laughs> team on paper, and it's like how how I, this team is capable of clicking and working and playing well enough to win a game, and then yep. they just don't they browns it away we see flashes of it too it's not just it's not just like we're watching the team on paper at some point it they has to stay together well enough to win a game yeah maybe two i could see them winning two games i definitely think they'll win one Mm -hmm. i agree with that if they don't win a game then it's definitely just the lords karmically rebalancing after the Cavs and probable indians win yep Yep, for sure. <laughs> Which would be kind of amazing if the Cavs and the Indians both win their championships and the Browns, and the Browns don't Browns win a single out. game. <laughs> that that would like be an that. amusing result, too. For sure. Chargers, Broncos. Okay, yep. Broncos won. Okay, Chargers, mm-hmm. whatever. Chargers, yep. that, that's the game. Honestly, not much to say about this game other than yeah. revenge. Yeah, slight revenge whatever. for a game two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Falcons, Weird Packers. That was a oh, good game. Oh, man, what a good game. Yeah, hey, I, watched... I just want to say... The mm-hmm. Sanu Canoe is back on track. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he filled in very admirably as a number one receiver when Julio Jones went out with that not super severe injury. He caught the game-winning touchdown. He Muhammad did. Sanu. Yes, it's sir, clear. he did. That wouldn't have happened last year. So it's clear Mohamed Sanu is still a factor for success mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan had himself a game, too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, as, I mean, as they are our Packers Falcons games always good. Yeah, yeah. It's a matchup I'm never looking forward to, but the games are always good. Very true. I'm 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 happy about this because the Falcons are just so fun to watch. I want to see them make the playoffs. I want to see them. I just want to keep saying the name Muhammad Sanu because it's yep. one of the better names in the NFL. Muhammad Sanu, Sanu Canoe, for sure. The, the Sanu Canoe, for sure. Eagles, Cowboys. Eagles boys. Uh, so this was a very conflicting game for me because yeah, sure. I hate watching the Cowboys win, but on the other hand, I love watching the Eagles lose, and mm. they lost in spectacular fashion. So I watched uh, I watched this game with my uh, my friend, friend of the podcast, Ray. Oh, he was miserable. Eagles bar. He was miserable. I was watching the Cubs game. Uh, I was also watching the Eagles game and and rooting for the Eagles because fuck the Cowboys. But I was watching the Cubs game more. So I exited that bar at least kind of happy, and Ray exited that bar not at all happy. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's like your average Philly fan is not at all happy. It's, it's true. <laughs> it's pretty true. It's pretty true. But it was it was a great game, and there has been an overreaction. I was watching like Sports Center yesterday, and they were like, "Is Wentz Prescott the new Brady Manning?" And no. This I I, I actually, game. you know, I don't hate that comparison. 
I, I don't hate the comparison because we have a situation where I think Wentz is Peyton Manning and I think Dak is Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. That they're both pretty much good. They're both good, but mm-hmm. Dak is in the much better situation. Yeah. And Wentz yeah. has to do more with less. Yep. For sure. Oh, so man, it's that, that yeah. argument. I think it's actually so like, a, a good comparison, Colts, at least yeah. for the, the moment. Colts Manning, for sure. Like, Wentz is definitely doing more with less, and I think Wentz is the better quarterback. Prescott is good, but he's in a much comfier spot. Yep, yep, yep. He's got Zeke and Dez backing him up, and Wentz has got Nelson drops everything Aguilar. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They, they showed some stat about how horribly the Eagles have been handling balls that have been passed to them. They're, they're like dropping, I want to say like 7% of their passes. I feel or, like or if Wentz had a and... good, actual, genuinely solid receiver, the Eagles would have won that game and they would have, and they'd probably be on track to win the division. Like a solid number one? Cause... Like a solid number one. When I saw that they were in talks for trading for Alshon Jeffrey, I was like, please mm-hmm. don't do that because that would make it good. <laughs> and I don't want to see that. Th- their receiving core isn't bad, right? It's just they don't have a standout. Algalore is a good receiver. He has the dropsies, but he's he's a good receiver. So is uh, Doriel Green Beckham. Darren Sproles is Darren Sproles. He can come out of the backfield and do whatever, right? He can catch passes. And Jordan Matthews is pretty good too. So I, I, I think you're right in that I think that this receiving core would be a lot better if they had a consensus like superstar. But I don't think they're that bad as it stands now. I just think that they need an offensive line and a secondary. So I think they don't. No. I'd oh yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Giants fan. Fans. That's fair. Giants fan. <laughs> I see you. I do want to, I do want to mention that we saw two of my favorite things um, in this game. And that is, uh, or rather one of my favorite things twice, which is double passes, pitch passes. Yes. And that was pitch amazing. passes are fun. Both of both of them missed. Both of them missed. Uh, Cole Beasley missed, as did Josh Huff. But I, I I was very glad that both of them happened. So what's wrong with the Vikings? I I do not know. Remember, because... we basically crowned the Vikings several weeks ago, and yes. I'm really mad that the Giants didn't get to play the Vikings in disappointment mode because uh-huh. we totally could have beaten this crappy ass team that came out last night yeah the bears the bears are terrible this year i guess they got cutler back which is an upgraded quarterback but still they're terrible that's true they're not they're not a good team and i'll be the first to admit that i do want to say though that that jordan howard had a like an absolutely great game almost a career game on the ground and his longest run was 69 yards so that was pretty nice nice um (laughs) Also, congratulations to Gronk for getting his oral sex touchdown. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Speaking of 69, well done. I, I The Bears' offense looked good today. And I don't know if that was because the Vikings' defense looked bad, but the play calling was, was fine. There were, there were holes. The Vikings' for... offense needs to stop running the ball with Matt Asiata because Matt yes. Asiata is not very good. Just pass the ball every play. Are you Honestly. the? Am I the only person who, whenever they hear Matt Asiaga, automatically thinks Asiago cheese? No, no. Okay. I want. Okay. I want to win these. I kind of want Matt Asiaga to just end up on the Packers, just so we can make Asiago <laughs> cheese. Nice. Like, I I want that to happen. Yes. One yes. because I don't like the Packers, and he's not very good, so he will make <laughs> the Packers worse. Oh hey, uh, big news! I'm sorry. I'm just watching uh, on the ticker. Big, big news. Apparently, Nick Saban yep. reportedly interested in the New York Giants head coaching job. How would you feel about interested? that? Interested? I saw an article saying that he almost took it, Oh, but not that he's interested in it. I, I heard that. I heard I'd that. take Nick Saban. He's more interesting than the Plato we currently have at Pl- head coach. That's true. That's true. I just can't imagine. Again, now we're talking about college football. I just, why would he ever leave? Bama. Yeah, he he's in like the world's greatest position down there yeah. in Bama. Yeah, like, it's, it's true. He would he would not leave. It's true. Anyway, he's, that's, he's that's not going to leave until news, things start to break down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. He's not going to leave Bama until they have a bad season or two in a row, mm-hmm. or at least a 
less good season, yeah, a season two in a where row, they, and where the spoiled-ass fans start running them out of town. <laughs> yep, for sure. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the Vikings. I'm sorry, a little sidebar, but I don't know what's up with them. I don't either. They're, it's so weird. I, I think it's the play. offense. It's definitely the offense. These yes, defense yes. Fine, Their defense is good. The offense is problematic. Yeah, and and that's why I'm saying that the that the Bears actually give credit to them because the Vikings' defense looked okay and the Bears' offense looked okay against them. So maybe the Bears have more going on than I thought. Um, but at the same time, this was a perfect kind of bounce back opportunity for the Vikings. It's a, it's a rivalry game at Chicago, a team that you hate, right? It's a, it's a great rivalry. Show up for it. And they just kind of didn't. Nope. So we've they're, gone they're basically an hour football. here yeah, and we, we haven't have. talked. Um, I guess we could kind of predict next week. We could go into just overtime here and have a very real. unsatisfying conclusion, just like London. Yes, yes. So let's try and do this like rapid fire. Okay, cool, cool. Falcons, Bucks. Falcons. Falcons. Lions, Vikings. Oh shit! This is a little harder now. <laughs> yeah. Because this could be a, this is going to be a, a an opportunity for bounce back for both teams. You know, I'm going to go against the grain. I think I think the Lions do it. I think the Lions do it. I think this is going to be a. Vikings game just okay. to be different. Just they're, just just because they're, they're at home. They're playing. Yeah, they're playing at home in their fancy new stadium. Eagles, Giants. Eagles. You can say Eagles. it. I won't yeah, be offended. It's, it's I won't be, be offended. It's gonna be the Eagles. It's gonna be the Eagles. <laughs> it's gonna be the Eagles. Jets, Dolphins. <laughs> I think the Dolphins are gonna win. <laughs> Do you? I, I think, think the, the Jets, Dolphins are I'd gonna so win. Happy. They're the, they're playing the at home. Defense. No, the Dolphins are at home. I'm sorry, the Dolphins. That's what I'm saying. The Dolphins, the Dolphins are, at, are home, at home, and they they seem to have found a, a running back. The Jets' defense is absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. You can watch replays of Darrell Revis not even trying. Right, but their their sec- it's their secondary that's bad, not their not their uh, front. So no, the front seven still isn't like it's not going up to snuff. I True. I think the Dolphins are gonna win this game. I, I think the Jets do it. I think that I think that Matt Forte. I guess it's kind of the same argument that I'm making is they've got a good running back against a not great defense. Although the Dolphins' defense is better than the Jets' uh, defense, so there is there is that. I just think the Jets do it. I mean, I well, even though the Jets beat the Browns at one point, I I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick completed over fifty percent of his passes, and at one point he was like. Three for eighteen, or three oh for God. fourteen, or something awful in the first half. So Sad. I, I think the Jets are the worst team in the division. I think the Dolphins are mm-hmm. going to win. Okay, okay. Jaguars, Chiefs, boring. Yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs are just gonna grind out a solid win. Yep. Hope you like. Uh, hope you like passes to the flat. Cowboys, Browns. I'm sorry, Browns. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Steelers at Ravens. Steelers. 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 Saints at 49ers. Saints. Uh-huh. I'm going to pick the Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After after that last win. 49ers think... defense, real bad. Yep. 49ers offense, not, not good inspiring. enough to put points on the terrible Saints defense. Nope. Panthers, Rams. Panthers Here's... still. Panthers. Pick the Panthers. Yeah. Rams are at home. Rams are at I, home. I think this might be a good game. It's It has the potential to be a trap game, for sure. Especially since, like... <laughs> the Rams. Can Jeff Fisher do it? Can Jeff Fisher get six more losses and take the all-time loss record? No. Can he do not it? This, not this season because they're going to go eight and eight. Oh snap! They, they, it's it's not that's not a hot take. That's just no. It's, it's not. the Rams. They're <laughs> it go is the Rams. <laughs> so. Colts at Packers. Packers. Uh, Packers for sure. Packers for sure. Titans at Chargers. The Titans are above 500 in week eight. Yes. Week nine. Yes. Is, is I don't think they're going to beat the Chargers <laughs> good for the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to agree with that. I think that, I think that this game is going to be a lot tighter than people may think, especially, I think this game is going to be a lot tighter than Titans fans think. I think that they are going to show up against the Chargers and make this a one score game. I don't think the legend of Bosa will be stopped. No. Bosa's oh, going to no. eat Mariota no, of alive. of course not. Of course not. Here's the game of the week and probably the only matchup I'm really excited about. Broncos-Raiders. Oh, this is going to be fun as hell. This, this is going to be fun pre- as This home, is probably uh, going to be a, 
the big decider game for who's in control of the AFC West. Mm-hmm. 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 Derek Carr is real good. Derek Carr is real good. Derek, Derek Carr is real good. And he's, he has one of the, if not the best receiving core in the nation, definitely like top five, maybe three. I'd say top three easily. Yeah, yeah. I. This is going to be an amazing game to watch. This is going to be a great game. The good Broncos offense, good secondary. Defense. Yeah, the Broncos secondary against that receiving core. Are you kidding me? And Talib is hurt too. I think yeah, he needs surgery true. or something. That's so true. he that's can't true. poke anyone in the eye. Nope, nope. Uh, the Raiders are at home, and this is the this is the Sunday night game. Uh, <sighs> God, am I brave I'm, enough to I'm, take the Raiders? I'm, I I think the Broncos are going to hold the Raiders. It's it's. I funny. think it's going to be a great game, but I mm-hmm. think the Broncos are going to win. My my gut keeps telling me Raiders, and I I don't really have any particular reason behind saying that, other than I think that this is going to be Trevor Simeon will be tested, like he'll he'll probably have to mount some game winning drives, like mount a game winning drive and do a bunch of stuff he hasn't really been asked to do yet uh, against a very, very, very good offense. And I don't know if he can do that yet. So I'm going to take the I think the Broncos are going to control this game, and the Raiders are going to be close, but they're going to be stuffed because they can't break out enough points. Against Just like always defense. kind of a step behind. I think sure. the Broncos defense is going to control this game, and that's okay. why I think the Broncos are going to win. Yeah, that would that would be the way that they win. Bills at Seahawks for Monday night. Yep. Seahawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> Hawks but, uh, they're win. not going to lose. They're not going to lose at home against the Buffalo Bills. Are you kidding me? No, that's not going to happen. No. Not no. going to happen at all. We we say we say this and like and Tyrod Taylor puts up 600 all-purpose yards somehow. That would be amazing yeah. because <laughs> I would I would greatly enjoy the tears. Yeah, same here. Same here. Seahawks fans being sad is always great. That's week nine. That's week nine. That's week. Before nine. I go, I just want to tell a story that. Whoa! Just... Whoa! Whoa! I'm sorry. Big news. Actual big news, and this is oh, relevant God. Oh, to the Seahawks Bills game. Percy Harvin is coming out of retirement. Wait, what? To play for the Bills. <laughs> What the fuck? What the hell? Well, I'm changing my pick. Oh, Percy Harvin is Percy going Harvin's to gonna light it up. He's going to light it up. Let him go. 200 oh. yards receiving against the Legion of Boom. He must. He must oh have some God. bitterness towards Seattle I, if he's y- doing y- this because this is think? amazing. Oh my goodness! Wow, the oh, narrative. There's some drama here that the I wish narrative. I knew. Yeah. Oh man, that's great. That's great. This is why I have ESPN on in the background when we record. <laughs> Muted. That is that is solid. Yeah. Wow. Well, that game That's just great. got a whole lot more interesting for me. It did. Honestly, like I was the thinking Percy of Percy Harvin not revenge game. Yeah. Oh, sick. All right. So that's week nine. Yeah. There's some there's some excitement here. Some excitement. Some mm-hmm. excitement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just so we can end on a slightly disappointing angle i want to tell yeah, a story sure. that doesn't have anything to do with football that i just think is funny mm-hmm. last night at like eleven thirty, i was having difficulty getting to sleep because there was some truck and some people packing things into a truck across the street behind uh the williams and sonoma and it, they're just making a shit ton of noise being inconsiderate to pretty much everybody on the block just packing stuff into this rented truck and then they try and pull out of the parking lot and because these people are clearly not experienced truck drivers, they're really bad. They turn the wrong way up a one-way street, and they crunch a car that is parked close to the edge. And now I hope they have to pay out the ass for insurance because they ruined my good night's sleep. <laughs> I don't know if you're listening, people. If you just wrecked the front of a car driving a truck the wrong way up Everett Street in Northwest Portland, and you hear this, you're a bad driver, and I'm laughing at you for making me lose sleep. That's also a good analogy for the NFL this year. An inconsiderate truck, like, keeping people up at night. It's going the wrong wrong way. way Down a one-way street and hitting And ruining things in the process. Yeah. 
So, well, if the analogy extends, <laughs> their insurance sure as hell isn't going to pay for that car. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Well, shit. That's you just counter. made me sad. <laughs> yeah, damn. I didn't even mean to. Oh. <laughs> this will end on a tie then. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Sam. How oh. can we follow you, you piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> on, on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Sam Grzezes. S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. I'm also on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. We will be back this Friday night with more of Fourth and Gold, the Robots Fighting Dinosaurs story. And you can also read my work on Yard Barker. All right. I am Dropplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave, on Facebook at the Dropplay Comic, on Patreon, and of course on the Dropplay.com. Please express how mad you are about mm-hmm. the NFL's excessive Please. celebration in the comments because I'm going to agree with you because it's awful and yeah. I'm angry. I will see you next week where hopefully ooh, I'll be slightly less ooh, angry. Ooh, ooh. I can, oh, I no. Can oh, no. Oh, no. No, I can end us on a happy note. If you if you haven't done it already, this podcast goes up on Wednesday. That's two days after Halloween, and it's still part of my favorite holiday of the year, and that's half-price Halloween candy time at supermarkets and convenience stores. So if you're sad, don't be. Just get some, like, Heath bars for 50% off. And don't forget to do that because I don't Rot your teeth, kids. We'll see you next week.